Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com. Hey, it's Tom. Great show. This is Chris from Milwaukee. As I found out by the airing of my last uh, song, I do not have a voice for radio, but I thought I would give you a call and give you another rendition. So, glory, 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 hole. Glory, 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 hole. Glory, 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 hole. Jesus loves a cock. Hey, Jess. Hey, uh, I, I felt the need to point out that there's probably one loophole to your um, shit doesn't, uh, things don't shit fire. Mexican food, I'm just going to leave it there. Hey, Cecil and Tom, it's Miranda from South Louisiana. I was just listening to episode 112 and just hit the part where you guys were talking about that preacher that wouldn't let his daughters be independent. I fucking wish my dad could get a hold of this guy. Because much to the distaste of my mother, he raised my sister and I to be atheists. And now he he totally fostered independence in us and told us to get out of the house as fast as we could and travel the country and travel the world and everything. And, you know, I went to school and now I have a good job at a bank. And actually this week my sister is going to go backpack for a month around Europe. So I just, I feel sad for those people that are raised like that, that they don't have any independence and everything and they'll never know the world it's terrible it makes me fucking sick either way still love you guys glory hole talk to you later glory hole the glory hole let's go down to the glory hole glory hole the glory hole and i'll do the kids all day glory hole advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 113, the good luck episode, which we have Jake from the Imaginary Friends Show Podcast.com. Such a catchy name. <laughs> or even Doug Cole. He came close. He, he almost, he almost nailed it. I was right there. <laughs> Look, it's just yeah. a fucking imaginary friend show. It's no big deal, guys. It's just a show with imaginary friends on it. Yeah. Okay. And that's why we're No big here. deal. Well, thanks for coming yeah. on the show, Jake. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you guys because you're, I don't know, the funniest guys in the world. That is not true. Yeah, but that's fantastic. clearly not true. <laughs> Thank you, you to meet more uh, people in the world, yeah. sir. <laughs> Jake is only allowed out like one hour. He's got like that solitary confinement, you know, one hour out in the real world sort of program going on. So, um, Jake, I want to talk to you about this story from theatlantic.com. Um, Saudi Arabia's war on witchcraft. A special unit of the religious police 
because there needs to be religious police, (laughs) pursues magical crime aggressively, and the convicted face death sentences. Uh, I just want to point out that they look in this photo very serious. There is an angry teddy bear man poking out from beneath his <laughs> tablecloth here. And he looks fucking furious. It's, I think he's mad because he just got called in from the picnic. They, they were out <laughs> yeah, yeah, picnicking, yeah. and he was very upset. So, I mean, you could tell by his headdress that, that, that he was out at the family picnic. Don't you just want to set the table on top of their head just <laughs> once? <laughs> exactly. Do you, do you think chicken that, up there? Uh, that a... Do you think that Americans and, uh, and and other countries around the world and around the western side of the world have have taken that you know specific color of of headdress and and put it into a tablecloth type pattern so that we're desensitized to Saudi Arabia and and the their headdresses? <laughs> I mean, it is literally exactly this. Every time you every time you hear somebody talk about the the tablecloths on their head, they literally are tablecloths <laughs> on their head. I mean. That, that is that is the exact tablecloth that I have downstairs right now on my table. It's like they intentionally put it on there so you mention it, so they could be mad about it. I would be worried it would attract ants. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they they do look quite angry though, don't they? Well, especially Grumpy, uh, the the Wonderkind there, like poking out. He just looks and he's kind of looking off to the side, like, "Don't you be casting no fucking magic spells on me." <laughs> so this story is just fucking lunacy it starts off with a little anecdote and the anecdote the anecdote is basically there's the religious police barge into a room there's a naked sorceress a naked sorceress in the room well you know that sorceresses can't cast their magic without being naked right yeah. well that's a good thing that's that's why i only yeah. date sorceresses so uh, well, yeah. I know my wife isn't happy about it, but hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is part of a, quote, routine raid of a magical hideout. They pause in shock to let her dress. She jumps out the window, still naked, and flees. Then they say that she like a flew bird. like Fly, a she bird. She flies like a bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she later crashes. I love that they, they have this, uh, this um, premise that they're, they're uh, raiding a quote, magical hideout? I mean, it's like as if, you know, they, they break down the door, they, they, they push past the Sasquatch, <laughs> they, they, they dive, you know, behind the couch when the unicorn comes out of the kitchen and shoots, you know, uh, rainbow-coloured laser beams out of its forehead and then they kick... They kick the leprechaun that's laughing maniacally and all the while a satyr is providing pan flute type music <laughs> and then they kick Jesus in the nuts and they then they open the door and and then all of a sudden there's this there's this naked witch who's doing magic of some sort there in her room that's protected by all these magical cr- I mean that's so weird that is so what a magical hideout a routine raid of a magical hideout <laughs> you read that and you realize you just read this in the Atlantic. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't the onion. Are you fucking kidding me? She's in the room of requirement. I mean, she's in Hogwarts. She's in a magical hideout. This you know, is- I, and I love this, the start of this, of this uh, article. It says, the sight of her bare flesh startled the prudish officers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, 
Oh, I've got the vapors. Oh, no, there was, there was just a rise in the tablecloth. That's all that happened. It's a little rise underneath there. I like that she had videos about magic. That's what it says here. It says she had, yeah. she'd been practicing. She had incense, talismans, and videos of magic. And I'm thinking like. It was the Harry Potter series. Yeah, or it was like a David Jeez. Blaine street magician DVD or something. Like, what is a video about magic? What does it even mean? Yes. Like, you know, in the same article. She flies like a bird. A frantic pursuit ensued. They find her after she falls through an unsturdy roof. If she's flying like a bird, why did she crash through the roof? Exactly. Did she just run out of pixie dust? Like, was her pixie dust she like, must oh, have. fuck, it expired. I should have grabbed a different bottle. <laughs> <laughs> crash through the roof. <laughs> they actually say in here, some magicians may ride a broom. Yeah. I saw that too. <laughs> An actual fucking broom, like Halloween. Yeah. Like, if I see somebody riding a broom, I'm immediately going to throw them candy. Like, that's it. Just be like, candy? <laughs> <laughs> like, you have an uh, entire unit of police that's, that think that somebody can ride a broom and actually fly on it. Like, that's what you've, that's what you've devolved into at this point. That is striking. Yeah. That, is, that is amazing. And then there's this other part of this article that I thought was hilarious. So they're talking about how they find them, right? So they're like talking because they have this anti witchcraft unit, and their job they, yeah, is they, to they, they actually have a a specific arm of their police yes. force that is tasked with ridding the city of of witchcraft. Yeah. And their their purpose is, is to educate the public about the evils of sorcery, investigate alleged witches, neutralize mm. their cursed paraphernalia, <laughs> and disarm their spells. <laughs> and I thought I'm thinking like, don't you have to be a wizard to disarm <laughs> spells? <laughs> yep. Like or either that or your saving throw has to be really high. Like you have to roll like <laughs> really high. Have you guys seen the the show Warehouse thirteen? I've heard no, of it. No, I haven't. No. They well, they 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 have in this in this show. They they collect religious artifacts and artifacts from around the world. You know, special things that have particular type magical type powers, and uh, you know, it's this specific police type force of uh, of NSA agents that uh, carry around these plastic bags with special properties, and they drop these artifacts into the into the these special plastic bags, and then when you put them in the plastic bags, there's this purple flash, which means that the artifact has been neutralised. It, that re- reading this article reminds me of this fictional TV <laughs> show <laughs> called Warehouse Thirteen. Right. right. Well, wow. their 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 method of investigation. I want to read this real quick. How they how they go about finding out about stuff is they have a hotline where you can call, but they don't only just go off the hotline. I mean, let's be, you know, that's just hearsay. They've got to actually do some investigation here. So what they do is they, they, they try to find out if the suspect sought, and I'm quoting directly from the Atlantic here, if the suspect sought to purchase an animal with certain features, for example, if he asks for a sheep to be killed without mentioning Allah's name or asks for a stain uh, asked to stain the body with the, the animal's blood, or if he asked for a similar unusual things. And I'm thinking, what, after every incident, they just canvas all the butcher shops? They're just like, hey, buddy, have you, <laughs> hey, have you sold any sheep with any blood on it lately? And you're like, I mean, like, it's like an old fucking detective movie. It's t- like, that's stupid. That's a dumb thing. Who would even admit to doing that? But hang on. They, if what you said is true, effectively, you know, the first part of what you were saying there, that they that they uh, sacrifice or they, they kill the sheep without saying Allah's name, that's basically saying that any non-kosher or non-halal meat is ordered by witches. 
You know, so any Westerners visiting that yeah. country that say, or, or anybody basically who doesn't believe in in uh, uh, in kosher or uh, or or halal uh, eating of meat um, is possibly culpable in the crime of witchcraft. You know, no wonder these. There, wasn't there that story? And I think they talk about it in this article where these these two Asian maids came over to work for a couple of you know oil baron billionaires that uh, you know they they were accused of witchcraft because they had some fucking incense, you know, and talismans that you know. Have you ever read Chinese writing? I mean, <laughs> Chinese writing looks like talismans if if you're if you're an ignorant fool. I, I mean, that, and that is literally their, their 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 crime. It's it's having Chinese characters and and incense, you know. So it, that really doesn't surprise me. If you're an Asian human being, you pro, you perhaps don't believe in halal uh, eating of meat. So you know, there's a good chance that you might order your your chicken, you know, not sliced at the neck, you know, not uh, not bleeding out. Um, so, I mean, this that's it's just so ridiculous that they would have such a stupid rule. Well, and, you know, they didn't book... They, it's not like they didn't find anybody either. Um, the force booked 215 sorcerers <laughs> in 2012. Like, like, can you like see these fucking... Like, these grumpy-ass fucking bearded dumbasses like high-fiving each other like we got another one yeah. we got another one like, put another one on the big board like, and you know the worst thing about this is is they say this earlier on in the article that the people that are accused of of, of sorcery just disappear you know so that's 215 people that are effectively disappeared from the face of the earth yeah. right. that have been stoned under the uh you know, in, under the cover of darkness, that that is that is that is harrowing shit. It really is. Yeah. Well, Saudi Arabia isn't known for its you know its its relations with their prisoners. It says here in the article too. It says Saudi Arabia ranks third behind China and Iran for its number of executions. Evidence in these cases is limited to witness testimony and the presentation of magical items discovered in the possession of the accused. Dear God. Yeah. Oh my god! Like you could go to, you could get killed because somebody said so, and they found something they thought was magical. Because they're obviously idiots; yeah. they might think anything's magical. Well, they say they say here that you know one of the things that uh, that would denote one as being a sorcerer is foul-smelling herbs. I mean. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Middle East? <laughs> have you tried some of their food? Have you been to India? You know, have you been to Asia? Like some of their herbs really smell terrible. But I love that they, they uh, in here, they, they talk about a cleric who, sorry, they speak to a cleric who says that it's so unfortunate that this were to have happened in such a holy city because Muhammad was buried here. Um, ex- I thought... You know, from excuse my ignorance, but didn't Muhammad ride on a horse into heaven? Yes. I mean, a magic and uh, and then they go on for this same. They, this same cleric says uh, the cleric didn't doubt the details of the incident. Some magicians may ride a broom and fly in the air with the help of the jinn, supernatural beings. <laughs> you know, which yeah. could be a horse. It's it's fucking it's the crucible, man. It's fucking puppets under the floorboards. Like they it's have 1613. 
Saudi and Saudi yeah. Arabia, it's fucking they're partying like it's 1613. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. what they're doing, man. They're just like, whatever, bring out the pillory, behead a bitch, throw some fucking stones. Who gives a shit? Riding a broom? Oh, Seems good to us. Where's our religious police? It, this is <laughs> if they didn't have oil, they would be fucking ooking and ocking. Like they, yeah. the only thing keeping like because that's not a civilization. There's no way you can call that a civil society. There is a secret police to catch magicians. You yeah. cannot even say that without kind yeah. of laughing. <laughs> Would David Blaine be able to survive in that society? <laughs> oh, no. He'd be like, "Let me show you a card trick. Let me show you a card trick." And then he'd just be lynched. Yeah, then, no, he'd just disappear. I mean, he'd just quietly yeah. disappear. Some of the crimes that they are alleged to have committed, these witches, right, are, you know, in, in the instance of the, uh, the two Asian uh, housekeepers, right, they basically say that the, uh, the, the people that they lived with, that they were housekeeping for, uh, started to have issues with convulsions and passing out. I mean, these are symptoms that are probably reminiscent of gas leaks, of uh, carbon monoxide poisoning, of, of other terrible actual problems that they are apparently not investigating yeah. because they found <laughs> this, you know, they've made up this premise that if such symptoms actually happen, it's not... It's not actual symptoms happening, you know, because of an actual thing. It's because of a magical made-up thing that actually exists, apparently. Well, so that, say the clerics. Can, can you imagine if, like, you trade your fucking immortal soul or whatever for witch powers and then your witch power is to have a fucking seizure? Yeah. yeah wouldn't you feel <laughs> ripped off? Wouldn't you be like, wait a I minute, reckon. I would rather have a ring pop. What the fuck? Yeah. I got screwed <laughs> on that one. <laughs> oh, it's it, it is so sad. That is so harrowing to think that you could do something as as mundane as just existing in a house where part of the family is genetically predisposed to epilepsy and you'll be lynched by oh, this police shit. force. I mean, how fucking bad is that? Oh man, and 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 then the premise that they won't actually follow up on the medical side of this because they've found the explanation. So what happens the next time this family has an epileptic fit? They kill another sake? person. Yeah, <laughs> they just find another was- person to kill. <laughs> Witches run in the family, yo. That's like a tradition. We go through maids so fast. It was definitely Jose, the the weed trimmer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was, he definitely looks like a fucking witch. We could just say it is altogether right to discriminate against homosexual behavior. I'm arguing that it's time that we as conservatives that we rehabilitate the word discriminate, that we reclaim it, that we dust it off, and that we use it and that we use it unapologetically, and I believe we need to begin to say, look, it is altogether right for a rational culture to discriminate against homosexual behavior. So this next story comes from the timesfreepress.com. After same-sex couple victory in Collegedale, church ousts gay detectives' family. Um, this story is just so fucking pathetic. Um, and that's really the only way to to, to look at it. Um, College Dale's decision to grant benefits to same-sex couples was a victory for Cat Cooper, a gay detective, 
Why it's why she's a detective? <laughs> can I, can why I just say yeah? Can I just say that she, that it's really funny yeah. that they've called her a gay detective? <laughs> you know, <laughs> excuse me, sir, you look gay. <laughs> excuse me, sir, you look yeah. gay, but you're clearly attempting to pass yourself off as straight. <laughs> I need to take you in for questioning. You have the right to remain fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> she's the gay police. That's awesome. Oh, I think they're just like, amazed that she's a detective. It's like, it's like the writer is like, oh, what do you know? Next thing you know, we're gonna have female motorists. You know, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> a, a gay detective woman. Whoa, the story writes itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I would, I would totally watch that series, Gay Detectives. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure I've seen that porno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hang on a minute. I'm going to minimize mine. So yeah. There we go. Okay. But it, basically, she she uh, petitioned to have her uh, spouse covered um, for benefits. Basically, is, is all that it was. And her mother made the mistake of holding her hand. And being a supportive, decent, honorable human being. So the church fucking kicked the whole family out of the church. Yeah. Because who would Jesus ostracize? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so sad. Um, I, I mean, and, and this hits a bit close to home for me. I, I uh, have an aunt who's gay and uh, came out uh, fairly You're recently. She's not. not <laughs> she's not. In, in in this instance, I was the gay detective because I always knew. <laughs> I always knew she was gay. Uh, yes, but uh, no, the, it, it's it's quite harrowing. I mean, she had spent years like her, her kids go to uh, a Catholic school. Um, she had a Catholic community. She's uh, she's been uh, a part of that Catholic community for many years. She she actually built up that Catholic community. In fact. After their local priest, the priest for that community, was caught uh, sharing, distributing, and taking uh, uh, child pornographic imagery and was arrested and subsequently put into jail and they had to come together as a community and, uh, you know, keep that Catholic community going and then bring in a new new priest. She was instrumental in uh, in, in that effect of keeping the community together. And when she came out as gay, uh, which was soon after they'd gotten the new priest, when, once she came out as gay, they, they completely ostracised her. They kicked her out. They got rid of her. And that's in Australia where we're, we're fairly progressive over here, especially the, the Catholics over here are fairly progressive people. Uh, this, is, this is terrible that they've, that they've kicked out the entire family just because the mother held the hand of the gay daughter when they went to court in order to, when they went to uh, the the local council in order to organise to extend benefits to to same-sex couples. That that is so sad. That is so horribly sad. Yeah, this this is a hard story to take. I, I wonder, though, you said before... Uh, we've had you on our show a couple uh, on our show a couple times, and you had said that you were a Christian before. Um, yeah. Now, did you have uh, a a feeling about homosexuals? Not like in your pants or anything, but like a feeling about <laughs> homosexuals. But do tell us about yeah. that too. No, I mean, yeah, don't hold back, but uh, and use and, and make sure you use descriptive words. But what I'm saying is, is like, did you have a feeling about homosexuals before you, I guess, dropped the religion? Did you think that they were inherently bad? Yeah, it's funny. 
I remember, so I, I grew up with, uh, you know, my family was fairly progressive. Uh, I had a gay godfather. My my dad's best friend growing up uh, was gay and uh, has been with the same uh, man for 30 odd years. And, you know, they're wonderful people and they were, they were in our lives. Um, but I do certainly remember occasions where in the Catholic Church and, and uh, the, the, the various uh, uh, Pentecostal churches that we, we joined throughout the years where pastors would denounce homosexuality and my mother and father would just walk out and say, we're never coming back here. Oh, wow. So Good for them. I, yeah. did, I, did sort of, I did sort of grow up in those fairly progressive type churches, but there was one church which was pretty much just before i i started to uh get my inklings that uh, <laughs> that christianity wasn't all it was cracked up to be as a you know loving respectful uh religion when one of my best friends uh came out gay and uh this this is a guy that uh you know i i grew up with i played rugby with uh i did fun runs with you know charity events with and, you know, we did the 40-hour famine together. I, I knew this guy as a really wonderful guy. And he came out as gay and the entire church community completely ostracized oh, him. God. And, uh, and because I went to a religious school, the, uh, the, 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 the parish uh, priest that was associated with the school encouraged people to ostracize him. You know, out out of their uh, their their friendship groups, and that to me is probably one of the worst things that you could ever do to a human being, especially somebody who's in high school who is going through those those emotions of uh, you know not particularly understanding themselves, not particularly understanding their own sexuality. Um, that is probably the worst thing that you could have ever done to anybody ever. Uh, and it came at the hands of a Christian priest. So I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you kind of answered it. I mean, I was wondering if you, if you, how you felt about homosexuals, you know, before you not, stopped being religious. And it, yeah. it seems like you didn't care, uh, but other people around you did. That's, I mean, that's just. I didn't see the difference. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I ever saw the difference between a gay human being and a straight human being. I mean, there was, there was certainly what the media portrays as uh, good stereotypes, as, you know, as in um, being a good straight person who finds a girl, settles down, has children and, you know, whatever, and the bad gay guy who's camp, who walks around, has sex and gives people AIDS, yeah. you know, that, that there was certainly that, that media bias, which I'm sure, you know, affects everyone to a certain yeah. extent. But beyond that, I mean... You know, I, I honestly grew up thinking that gays were normal people, which is, I hope, what, what my children take away from, uh, from their childhood as well. well you know, I want to I talk about that real quick because I think that there's a silver lining to this story. And the silver lining is there that... There better be. <clears throat> no, I think I really do. I truly think that there is. Um, stories like this now get attention, right? They yeah. make the news. We're talking about it. We're talking about it with somebody in fucking Australia. You can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I love that. We're talking about this in, uh, you know, with a guy who comes from fucking Australia. <laughs> Australia. Let's say, may as well you, be the You literally moon. could not have said that with more disdain. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> This happened. I am so horribly offended right now. <laughs> you should be. You should be offended every day you wake up in Australia. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Australia. For good first. reason. 
This, no, you know, but it, I, I think that that's important, though. Like, this happened in fucking Chattanooga, right? It happened in Chattanooga, and it made its way to national press. It's made its way, you know, to be babbled about on this show. And, you know, the more they do this shit, and the more churches encourage this shit, the more they all seem like the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. The more they the all more they seem become marginalized. irrelevant, you know, like— Young people are going to look at this at this behavior, and they're going to say because young people, you know, the, the tide is turning. They don't give a shit. Somebody's gay. It doesn't make any fucking difference. Attitudes, uh, particularly of younger generations, are much more progressive on the homosexuality issue. So, yeah, as churches take these, they draw these fucking hard lines in the sand, and they encourage this stuff. They just look more Westboro. They look less yeah. relevant. They look look less. Like they speak to the to the needs and desires of of young people, so they're not attractive, and yeah. less people are going to be drawn to fill their fucking coffers, and these churches are going to shut down. Yeah, you know the funny thing about this, I suppose, is that they really honestly have no idea about what is in their own holy books. The the from what I remember of, of reading this story, there were the, the, the priest was saying something like the, B, the the Bible speaks very clearly about uh, homosexuality, and and it really doesn't. <laughs> you know, it kind of says, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, obviously it has the stuff about no men um, playing hide the sausage with other men, <laughs> but it it, uh, it doesn't say anything it, about ladies. It has, <laughs> it has nothing, absolutely nothing in the Old Testament to say about uh, about uh, homosexual women, about lesbians. No, no. And That's in, hot. in the New Testament, there's that little tiny bit from uh, uh, one of Paul's epistles, I think it's Romans, that uh, that denounces sexual immor- immorality, but it really doesn't go into any any uh, depth. And you know, the very premise that this guy thinks that it's very plain in the Bible that uh, lesbianism has been denounced, it, it, it kind of speaks to their own ignorance of their own goddamn religion. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you don't know what is in that holy book, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. We've had, you know, as a preacher. We've had, uh, we had a, a guest one time tell us, he's like, if that was my holy book. I would know every word of that book because that meant yeah. that that would be, you know, the one thing that would get me into heaven. I would spend hours and hours and hours reading. I would spend all my life reading it. That would be the only book I'd read. And there are some people like that. Yeah, they, they certainly are. But they tend to be atheists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they tend to be the ones who have who have actively, you know, gone through the book. And say, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Guys, have yeah, you read you this fucking thing? Seen? This yeah. this doesn't look like it was written by intelligent human beings who really knew what they were talking about at all ever. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man, like you seriously you could read Genesis and just put it down and be like that's not a true. Yeah. And just walk away. You don't have to get through the whole book. You really don't. You just you start you you just start off on that and you're like Mm, no, no. Well, one, no. Of the, one of the funniest things about Genesis is there are two Genesises. <laughs> you know, know. The, as, know, as if the first one wasn't bad enough. With you know the plants being created before their their sunlight, which they require for photosynthesis, i.e., survival. Um, you know, the the second one is even worse. You know, so they go through the first one, and that's really bad. And then the second one is basically a replication of the first one, except you know, it doesn't actually fix any of the holes that were created <laughs> the through the pl- 
the first plot. It just it just gets worse. Genesis, I mean, it's so dumb. Genesis is fan fiction of itself. Right. It's the second it really Twilight is. movie. Yeah. It really is. But it's actually funny in 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 actual in context, the the idea is basically there were two Jewish tribes. Uh, they came together. They had their two, uh, you know, uh, tales of creation. And because they were equal, I suppose, uh, or they were uh, in equal um, hierarchy or, or equal stature, um, they, they didn't want to get rid of uh, each other's tales. So effectively yeah. <laughs> those two tales were incorporated into the one book together. So, I mean, while it looks hilariously stupid to anybody who reads it ever, I mean, to them, I'm sure it means something. You'd kind of want to hope that it does mean something to someone somewhere at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake, if people were, I know that it's, it's hard to find your podcast, um, but if people... Yeah, the imaginaryfriendshow.com podcast. Yeah, I don't know. One of the uh, hardest podcasts I, to find on the internet. I don't know where they would go, but why don't you tell our listeners where they would find your awesome show? Okay, imaginaryfriendshow.com. And uh, if you happen to listen this week, uh, we'll have the boys from Cognitive Dissonance on. If I can stand them for yeah. another 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to happen. Jake, it was great having you on the show. Thanks for joining uh, us. It's always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Yeah, Jake, thank you very much. The blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And I got news for you, the measles are unrighteous. But this has affected some of our families. We do have a few, couple of families that I know of that most likely have been affected by it, and it's extremely unpleasant. So Cecil, this story comes from NBCDFW.com. Church linked to Tarrant County measles outbreak. Pastor says measles battle is spiritual warfare. Either spiritual warfare, Cecil, or this church just not vaccinating people. (laughs) That's one or the other, right? It could go either way. I mean, like, you really have options. Yeah, I love that. I love that the the woman who's talking here says there's a knee-jerk response to things like this because that's the health department and CDC's job to make everyone concerned and aware about it. But I want to remind people m- my age, remind anyone before born before 1957 that we all had measles. We all had measles when we grew up. Uh, and we all had measles and the mumps and the chicken pox. So we don't take these things flippantly. We take them seriously, but we keep them in perspective. And I'm thinking, you know, you can go blind from measles. You know, yeah. like a, that's a possibility, you know, and I... I don't know. I kind of enjoy eyesight. That's kind of a feature of my life that I've come to love. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and just suddenly you go blind would kind of suck. I think that that would not be a thing that I would choose to do. Dude, he's calling this spiritual warfare led by the devil. The person who brought this back traveled overseas. He described them as somebody full of hugs. I'm not even fucking kidding. Smith described the person who's believed to have contracted a disease on that mission as an outgoing person and full of hugs. Well, listen, it's great to be full of hugs, but it's even better to be full of hugs when you're fucking vaccinated. Because being full of fucking hugs and unvaccinated might mean that you're full of measles. 
I like her response too. She says, the blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Oh and I've got news for you. The measles are unrighteous. It has affected a few families. And I know a few of our families have been affected by it. And it's extremely unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. And it's so, like, you didn't have to get it. Well, like, and you don't have to fucking, like, tell the family. You're just like, and you are unrighteous now. Right. You know, like, you get to judge a family because they get fucking measles. Look, it's not fucking, it's not God up there just being like, hmm, which one do I want to give the measles to? <laughs> which I'm a eeny, meeny, miny, mo. You know, like fucking catch a measles by the. Th- you don't fucking do that. It's not. Fu- it's it's a fucking. It's a virus, man. It's it, it to to say like, well, this church is telling people not to get vaccinated. It's it's similar to that story we covered last week. I mean, it's to a lesser degree, but similar, right? Like that where, where the churches are telling HIV patients not to take their fucking you know antiretroviral yeah. drugs. Yeah. Just stop making medical decisions. I mean, I am no fan of the non-overlapping magisteria bullshit. Like, I think that's—I don't think that's a good argument. But like, like subscribe to that at least for you. Just decide. Just decide. Our church has no idea what it's talking about. When you're yeah, I'm saying, actually, I'm actually really fine with religious people believing in that non-overlapping magisteria. Sure. I don't, I don't fucking buy it. But who I'm actually—I actually think that's a step up from the people who, because you know, non-overlapping magisteria means creationism you know at least if you have that or or, or, pardon me overlapping magisteria would mean creationism non-overlapping would mean at least they'd have some experience with you know evolution or whatever and then they'd also think about you know so i'm actually a fan of it for people who are religious sure i when i say i'm not a fan of it i mean i just don't subscribe oh you personally yeah me neither i don't i don't think it's a yeah no i i I think it's perfectly valid to attack it doesn't like religion right and i and i don't think like that those two speak to different parts of the human experience like i think that's nonsense but but regardless like this is a guy who's saying like well back in 1957 you know we all got measles yep you didn't live as long some of you went blind and some people fucking died because occasionally people fucking die from that shit. Why yeah, would you want to go back to 19? 19- Who wants to go back to 1957? Well, it also takes it also fucking re- neglects all the suffering, right? You've talked about this before. It's like if I have a chance to take away the suffering of this disease from someone like and I've talked about my experience with chickenpox because I got them when I was 17. And I talked about before uh, several times on the podcast about my experience with chickenpox. It was horrible. And right. it, I would never want to go through that. I would never want to put I wouldn't put pick anybody in the history of humankind to go through what I went through. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, yeah, that's a thing Hitler should do. You know, I'd be like, well, maybe, no, no, let's let's think of, let's think of something more lenient. You know, <laughs> it sucked, man. It was terrible. It was delirium for like three days. Like it was awful. Why would I want to put anyone through that? That's stupid. So the idea is like, you know, you're preventing suffering. You're preventing these people from suffering. And then to go out and say, you know, to just have that. You know, complete lunacy that pops in. We're talking about a demon infested bullshit, and they're talking about how it's unrighteous. And you're just like, are you serious? You seriously believe that you're like unclean? What are they, a fucking leper? Like, is that what you think? <laughs> you weird fucking moron. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And again, like, you know, as soon as you hear that word demon, yeah, like as soon as you hear somebody be like, well, it's demons, like, oh. You have nothing to contribute yeah. to this conversation. I just turn off. I right. just I'm like, yeah, you're an idiot. You're fucking done here. So we're going to take a quick break, give you some information on how to get in touch with us and such, and then we'll be back. Then Jake is not going to be with us at the end of the podcast. He's only appearing in the beginning this time. So uh, so if you're fast forwarding, furiously looking for Jake, you're just going to have to rewind and listen to Jake's section again. Want to get in touch with the show? 
send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Like the podcast page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dissonance pod, or just type cognitive dissonance into the Facebook search bar. Want your voice featured on our show? Leave a short message on our Google Voice, 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Visit dissonancepod.com to see the news stories featured in the show, buy apps and merchandise, or just leave a comment. And to everyone who helps spread the word about the show by sharing it, tweeting it, and rating it on iTunes, glory hole, you fucking rock. Cecil, this story is fucking spectacular. This is from a very interesting website, Nightmare of Jesus, nightmaresofjesus.com, I'm sorry. Um, how crayon drawings can tell if there are demons in your brain. Um, this is demon <laughs> phrenology, dude. That's what this is. This is demon phrenology. I don't often advocate watching these fucking nutter videos. Usually I'm a guy that reads the transcript of them. Yeah, you look at a lot of this shit at work and what have you. This is a video. It says BennyHinn.org at the bottom. It should say Benny Hill yeah. down at the bottom. Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a fucking Stand up joke. and chase each other in fast motion around the table. Did you watch this video? Oh, God, yeah. I watched oh. it twice. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Yeah, I did not have trouble masturbating to this video, it turned out. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I think this is awesome. When I talk about, like, it's like a fucking, it's like, like, they treat these people who are being tested as, like, kids at Olive Garden. You know what I mean? It's just like, here's your crayon. Go ahead and color it in. And it, the best part, the very best part of this video is the very end when they say, well, what? What colors? Because basically the, the the concept is they give these these people an image of the brain that's cut up into sections, and they're supposed to color that brain. And then when they color it, they look at it with colored pens. They look at it, they color it, and then they decide what color each of these pieces is going to be. Then this guy looks at it and then says, oh, you've got demons in you because you use this color at this time or whatever. It's like, I mean, it's like fucking, it's a horoscope is what it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, right. But the best part is at the end when he's talking about it, he's like, well, what colors do people who are inhabited by demons use? And he's like, well... This black guy says, well, they use blacks and browns. And then he's like, and they use grays. And I'm thinking, gray would be anatomically correct, wouldn't it? Like, if you use gray, like, isn't the whole fucking brain gray? Yeah. Well, the, the best part for me is when the guy's holding up the picture of the brain. And he's pointing to it. And he's like, well, this part of your brain is where your fucking Oh, like, yeah, where the nonsense are. fucking like, lives. And he's just like, he's just pointing to different parts of the brain. Right. And he's right. just deciding. Like, yeah. he's just deciding at random that yeah. these parts of your brain, which are huge. Like, it's just like a gross, huge, giant pick, like giant, enormous pieces. He's like, yeah, this is where your, you know, self-control is at. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> you like you have an overly mechanistic worldview. Like that's yeah, not no, how. Yeah, no, it's like you're like your brain is a clockwork brain. Yeah, you just have like, oh, where'd you? Where inside the brain is your car keys? Yeah, huh? That's not how that works. It's not your understanding of braining yeah. is not good, <laughs> sir. You know, like what you know about fucking neuroscience could fit into 
I don't know. Your drawing of your brain. Yeah. This isn't fucking Bioshock. You know what I mean? Like where you're just like, like you put a brain in another thing and then you use like your fucking, your steampunk glasses to make sure you could fucking connect it to another thing. Like it's ridiculous. But yeah, the idea that you're just like, ta- like he's pointing to different parts of the brain and like, this is where this originates. I, I, you know, I'm just like, okay, buddy, whatever you got to say. But the coloring scheme part is the weirdest part. And that really, to me, feels like it feels like a horoscope. It feels like he's giving out, you know, this is something that you could easily, it's tarot cards. I mean, this is a, all he's doing is just divining in a different way. But the crazy thing is, is that this is a tarot card that these religious nutters believe. Like this is, this guy is like, this is one of those wacko guys. This is the guy from the fucking Street Fighter video that was whacking people with his coat. <laughs> I mean, this is, that it was is. this guy. It is. So he's the Street Fighter, like preacher dude. So you know, he's, his ministry's crazy. Like they are fucking nutters. So the idea is, is that they're pulling in these people that are using the same tricks that all these other, you know, charlatans that pretend they are divining the supernatural are using. And he's just they're just they're just putting a different name on it. And it's clearly something he just made up. Yeah, I mean, it's like something he's making up, up as he's going along. It doesn't even sound like he has it like fully cemented in his own brain yet. <laughs> How is it that somebody's interviewing him like, well, now we've got this guy who yeah. just made this up. Yeah. He just made it up. <laughs> He just made it up. It's like he's like the man on the street. Like literally the man on the street they just pulled in as quickly as they could. Manhood is a is a problem. And the Boy Scouts, of course, are going to lead the decline now. Um, since the final decision came down that uh, the Boy Scouts, as a national organization, are going to invite homosexuals into the troops. Which is just a matter until they invite homosexuals, active homosexuals, to be leaders of the troops. Yeah. And pretty soon you're going to have the sodomy merit badge. Christians are fleeing like rats. Yeah. So after that, I guess it's incest. And then after that, it's uh, the cannibal merit badge. Where I guess you, you know, cut up human flesh, fry it there. But you have to cook it in a Dutch oven yeah. out in the wilderness. Yeah. yeah. So this comes from therawstory.com. Christian radio hosts, gay Boy Scouts will get merit badges for sodomy, incest, and cannibalism. I guess it beats selling Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. I you mean, know? it's real Girl Scouts, I guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Christian radio broadcasters Kevin Swanson and Dave Buner told their listeners that Boy Scouts are trying to find the thing that God really, really... One more. Really hates the most. <laughs> One more, yeah. <laughs> By allowing gay members, and soon the organization will be handing out merit badges for sodomy, incest, and cannibalism. Uh, I don't think those are on the roster. Like, I'm not part of the yeah. fucking Rainbow Council or whatever yeah. it is. Rainbow the Boy Council. <laughs> That's really a thing for the Boy Scouts. That's too. awesome, man. But I know. Like, how can you have a Rainbow Council and, and hold off on the gays for so long? I know. They co-opted the Boy Scouts rainbow, those evil homosexuals. I, you know, when I read this, and if you listen to it below, because you could listen to it, um, they're clearly trying to make a joke. I mean, they're clearly trying to make a joke. And actually, to be honest, it's kind of funny. Like, when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. Like, that's kind of clever. Like, like, the way they make the joke. But 
I'm a different audience than their target audience. I know, right? You know what I mean? Like, like the first thing that occurs to me is like, like people on this show laugh at glory holes. And it's like, okay, they're gonna, they might laugh at something like this. But if you have like an uptight Christian, how funny do you think they think this will be? Because I, I really don't think you know your audience very well. Yeah, well, I, and, and I think that they are making a joke, but just like we're making a joke about a lot of things, but we're also trying to make a point. I do think like when I do think that these guys really do think that they're they're worried that that society is trying to find the things that God hates and to make those things okay. Like that's like that's really what's going on. And drawing that again, like wow, drawing that spurious connection between homosexuality and incest or homosexuality and child molestation or cannibalism or you know whatever. It's like God, even though you're making that joke, you're making that joke, but you're still kind of making a point. Oh, yeah. No, you know? I, I, mean, I, th- I agree. I think that they are, you know, obviously they they are homophobes. They're homosexual haters. They are. These are people who dislike homosexuals in every way, you know, and they'll they'll look you in the face and be like, I just hate the thin. I just whatever the fuck you want to say. You're you're a jag off is basically what you want to say. You're judging people and you're a jag off. The one thing that, that really pissed me off, like that incest comment doesn't piss me off as much, right? And I also think there's a merit badge for incest already. I think you get a deformed kid. I think that's what <laughs> you get. That's the worst but, merit yeah, badge It's ever. a terrible merit badge. It's like the one that you have to care for the most. But anyway, the, the other thing too, the one thing that pisses me off the most about this is the first part. When they say manhood is a problem because they don't think that gay men are men. Yep. The, the idea yeah. that they're not men, that they are just because they're doing it is ridiculous. It's a stupid idea and it's a backwards idea. And that's that's insulting. Yeah, I, man, I, I totally agree with you. Like manhood is a problem. Really? It is. Manhood's a problem only for these guys who feel threatened by the very existence of homosexuals. Like manhood is a problem for these guys who have such a narrow view of what it means to be a man that anything that exists outside of that scope they don't know how to put it into their in, into its proper context. Like manhood is a problem for these guys. Manhood's not a problem for me. Manhood's not a problem for the gay men that I know. And you know, just like you know, it doesn't make a woman more masculine if she happens to be lesbian. Like it doesn't make a man more feminine. And there's varying degrees of how masculine and how feminine all of us are. Like all of us are. Yeah, it, absolutely. You know this this idea that like there's this perfect fucking platonic ideal of manhood which only you know heterosexual white males who fucking ride around smoking marlboros can fucking uh, attain is just such utter horseshit and look at this guy yeah look look at this weenie looking little dude i'm sorry <laughs> but no no look i like all the gay men I've met are way fitter than this guy. Like he will, <laughs> they will beat his candy ass. Not that that's the measure of your manhood. You no. know, I'm just making a joke. But right, right. That's that's how I feel too. It's a I I think that I think that there is you know it doesn't matter whether you're you're gay or straight. There's a level of you know feminine side to you and masculine side to people. And you know to say that there's just one cookie cutter outlook is to look at the world really simply. But, you know, I mean, that's what these people do. They look at the world really simply. They look at the world and they say, okay, well, you know, God created in seven days and fucking we rode around on dinosaurs. And, you know what I mean? Like all the fucking dumb shit that comes with being a creationist dummy. You know, all that stuff is incorporated. And it's like, well, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And, you know, I mean, listen to that fucking jag off we were talking about last week who's not going to make his daughters independent. 
You know, there's a right. jagoff who thinks that a man is a man. It's a man's job, and I'm a man. I'm going to do a man, 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 man. <laughs> you know, you're just like, okay, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lady doth protest too much, you know. Yeah, it totally is. I will say that I, I love the idea of some of these badges, though. And my favorite, I think, is the sodomy badge. And I wonder, like, what the test for that would be. I think, you know, you could award, you know, maybe, like, how far they could shove something up their ass. <laughs> With the sodomy badge. And I guess if, you know, like if you were, say, the 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 eagle, what is it, the highest is the Eagle Scout, right? Right, right. That's the, Yeah, so like if you're an Eagle Scout, then you like whittled down your own dildo and like you, you made your own lube out of like. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, then you got to like make your own lube out of like tree bark or something like that. You got to start like a little, rub your lube hands together some way. And, yeah, you just, you got to figure lube. out some way to do it, right? You know what I mean? It's terrible lube. Terrible lube. They make better lube now, but you know, you're roughing it. Well, so, all those guys, on. you know, that they, they got stuck on the side of that mountain in the Andes, they got their cannibalism badges. Yeah. yeah they totally it's just did. like all it says is Donner Party on the side of it. Yeah. Like that's the, the cannibalism badge. You know, the incest yeah. badge um, really makes it awkward when you want to help your kid out in the scouts, you know, and they come to you and they're like, yeah. Dad, you know, I'm looking to get this new badge and. You know, it could be a twofer, the sodomy and incest all at once. Yeah, you could totally, yeah, you could totally get a twofer oh, there. That's, that's for sure. The cannibalism one, and maybe you like the Eagle Scout one is like the Ed Gein badge. Ed so you Gein like make a make a tent. <laughs> you make a tent out of a human or something like that. You're just like, well, I tanned the hides and I made a little teepee out of the bones. They like you know? stand in front of the rest of their like Cub Scout or Boy Scout pack or group or. Murder of crows or whatever they murder of call crows. themselves. Like <laughs> if they're cannibal, it's a murder. That's for sure. <laughs> they gotta like show it off. Like, and this is the lampshade I made from human skin. So yeah. I'm getting my <laughs> evil Nazi badge. So that's good. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's gonna be awesome. So, for example, Julius Janichowski, the outgoing FCC chairman who works apparently in collusion with President Obama, has not enforced decency standards in even four years. So let's trace the spiritual root here, right? This man is not only violating the law, but failing to protect your children. And so there's perhaps a demonic spirit of tyranny or immorality inside of him. He may be a lawyer, he may be a polished man, he may be very intelligent, obviously very successful with his political career. And yet the demonic spirit influences him to abuse and, dare I say, molest and visually rape your children. So Cecil, this story comes from rightwingwatch.org. And this is this is my new best friend. This is my new... like. This guy's awesome. You find him every week. This guy this has guy. got new stupid shit to say. Um, Klingerschmidt. The FCC is letting demonic spirits molest and visually rape your children. Visually rape. They're visually rape your children. So he's he's basically saying that because the FCC has not been has been more lax than he would like them to be in the enforcement of morality standards. If your kids watch TV, demons fuck their eyeballs. That's <laughs> <laughs> and they get merit badges for this too. The demons do. <laughs> It's got a little Beelzebub, like, skull-fucking some kid. It's one of those, you know what it is, Cecil? It's one of those uh, one of those things that, like, when you turn it out of the side, it seems to be moving. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, you used to get it's the Cracker Jacks. So it looks like its hips are fucking the kid's face. 
Oh, please, whoever is thinking about this, do not draw it for us, okay? Please do not draw this. I don't want that in our email. I'll fucking shut that email down. I will shut it down as fast as possible. This guy is just a fucking joke, you know? Not only is he a snappy dresser, but the rest of it, just his brain is just (laughs) blobbed up at this point. What do you, you, I mean, you know, first off, He's talking about, you know, he's just like smashing. This guy is perfect for the tea party. We talked about it before. He just smashes things together. You know, way to talk about like, you know, use big government, scare people about demons, you know, and use censorship all in the same thing to try to like, you know, manipulate all those pieces, all those strings that, you know, can manipulate people all in one just vomit phrase that he can spit out where he talks about how, you know, there's going to be demons that are fucking your kid's eyes because, you know, <laughs> hey, look out. It's like the, there's a lax FCC. Like that's what's that's what causing it. Because, you know, what and what happened to small government? This guy is, isn't this guy like a libertarian talking about guns and how Jesus is going to fucking wield his sidearm and shit like that and fucking have a pearl handled pistol or something. <laughs> and you know, it's got to have a hole in it, though. Like right, there's got to right, be a hole, right. you know, because that's where it attaches to his hand. Maybe I'll have a it's peg. It's got in a peg, it. so not a hole. It's right. got a peg. Yeah, there you go. So it's got a peg on the side. He's quick and draw it's like, that way. It spins around. Like a, it's almost like a G.I. Joe guy. You know, where they have the little pegs right. and the holes on their feet and you put them in different things. Anyway, so in any case, he's talking about like Jesus, like owning guns and how you should sell all your clothes and buy a gun a couple weeks ago. You know, like that to me seems like, you know, kind of crazy libertarian. Like, okay, well, you know, government's coming after you. But in this case, he's like bitching that the government isn't doing enough. Yeah. Wait, I thought you were talking about like fucking, you know, let's stop the government from doing, you know, getting too much power. And you're like, well, we want to give him more power by telling us not to say fuck or not showing your kid a booby. Well, that's that's the thing, though, right? It's, it's like it's it, it, neither side. They don't want small government. They just want different government. They want the pieces they don't like to be small. And they want the pieces they do like to be big. It's right. nobody wants a small government. They just want to constrict what they don't like and expand what they do like. They just read. It's just re, rearranging the deck chairs on the on the Titanic. It's it's bullshit. It's liars. You know, I, I particularly like the idea that he says. Um, demonic spirits are using lax FCC enforcement as if fucking magic monsters from hell are worried about FCC enforcement. Ah, ha, ha, let's get the kids. Let's fuck them. <laughs> oh, there's laws that were passed. The FCC will come at us. Ma, no, back to hell. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> The FCC is like the holy water or something, and they just like it's just like spray. They spray if they spray your TV with FCC juice, then the demons can't come out, or the demons do come out, right? It would be a fucking awesome cartoon to have FCC man fight the demons. Yeah, like they just like roll out and they got like a briefcase and they're like in kind of a shitty suit because the FCC probably doesn't pay that good. So like they just pop out there like like no, we have paperwork, and the demons like no. Can they like <laughs> shrink back? Like <laughs> they're hissing, <laughs> you know. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this also comes from right wing washout. I'm gonna have to write him a fucking thank you letter come Christmas time. I know, man. We have to see if we can be the the podcast of right wing. Oh, that would be fantastic. Like the official right wing watch podcast. Um, Brian Fisher. Uh, wow. 90% of Americans think gay sex is disgusting and repulsive. Uh, newsflash, Brian Fisher. 90% of Americans think that sex with 90% of Americans 
is repulsive and disgusting if you stop and imagine 90% of Americans having sex. And I will actually back that up. Because how much of the population is elderly? How much of the population are children? Right. And then you you just take those out of the equation. And you take all the people you don't find physically attractive out of the equation. Like, we probably are only attracted to 10% or less of the population. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Like, I think this is just like a thing. Like, like, I look down, I walk down the street, I'm not like, man, I see that person fucking somebody. That's not. (laughs) What? It's not just gay sex, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I would, you know, the other thing, too, is I would argue it'd be like, okay, well, let's take a poll of dudes and see how many have watched lesbian porn. Right. Right. That's all of if the we dudes. find homosexual, if we find homosexual behavior repugnant and disgusting, how many have viewed it? How many have looked at it? I mean, have looked at pictures of it multiple times <laughs> over and over in slow motion. You know what I mean? Like, are you kidding me? The idea that, you know, and it's and, you know, he's talking about dudes. He's not talking about women. He's talking about dudes. Because that's what, because that's what makes him go, ooh, right. you know what I mean? That's what him. That's what makes him. And you know, the thing is, is like, who fucking cares? No, <laughs> who cares what they're doing? You know what I mean? Like, it's like walking down the street and being like, I bet you that person masturbates. Right. I bet you that person master. What do they masturbate to? <laughs> like, you're a creep. Stop thinking that. You know? Why do you think that? Don't think that. That's weird. Don't be a creep. You know, it's like, it's the same thing, or it'd be like, you know, I I, I wonder what their panties smell like. Right. Like you're 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 at that same level. You're just a creep level when you think like, man, I wonder what it's like when gays are having sex. Ooh, that grosses me out. You're like, you fucking grossed yourself out, stupid. <laughs> you're the one who thought the thought. Right. Is it, who just stop imagining other people you don't know having sex. It's a, like the solution. The solution to your problem is your fucking problem. First of all, right. just identify like you've got a fucking fantasy problem. You don't know how to control your fucking imagination. Yeah, that's right. what's happening here. Like this guy's walking around. He's like, oh, I don't like thinking about all those hot, sweaty men touching and rubbing each other all over. <laughs> Ew! I just get so. Grossed out. In fact, I'm so <laughs> grossed out. I'm gonna go take a nap. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look on the internet for some more research about right. gay men. <laughs> I mean, shut the fuck up, dude. If, if you really are that disgusted by somebody else's sexual activity, I, I, I have a like I do thing. Like this is something I can suggest that he try. Right. Sure. Yeah. Just don't fucking think about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's easy. Don't Prince ask out. people what they do in the bedroom. I don't ask people what they do in the bedroom. I don't turn to my people that I like. I never talk to my fucking coworkers and be like, hey, what do you guys like to do? Like when you're fucking yeah. like what? Yeah. Specifically, <laughs> I want specific details when you're fucking each other. Yeah. I'm not asking for your suggestions on what lube to use at work. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not just like, so, you know, I kind of like the KY, but is there something else you guys use? It might be, you know, you know, you use cooking oil or anything. Or, <laughs> cooking <you> know, oil. <laughs> Because it's high friction, high heat, you know, right. won't start smoking. Is there, you know what I mean? Like, like what, I don't ask people that question. You know what I mean? I'm not asking, like, you know, I don't go to the single girl at work and be like, so what do you recommend for, like, dildos? I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to do a little anal penetration. So I'm thinking, you know, I want to go small. You know, wait, who does that? Nobody does that unless Nobody you work in a sex that. shop. Like, that's the only place that that's a fucking appropriate conversation. Everywhere else you're fucking visiting human resources that afternoon.
is Ina. I'm listening to your current podcast. I just had to pause uh, when you guys start talking about forgiveness and that pastor or priest or whatever that was diddling the eight-year-old, which I think is fucking disgusting. There's just so much of that reeks of the Jerry Sandusky case that is disgusting. Uh, anyway, what I was thinking of is that this priest is more one-dimensional than the character in uh, Xena and Xena Warrior Princess, all right? That's my favorite show of all time. And there's this, in the third season, there's an episode where Xena uh, can be forgiven for all her sins. So before she turned good, Xena was a pretty evil, pretty evil chick, um, and they go into her past in the series. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, this dude is more cartoonish than a 90s camp TV show, which I absolutely adore. And also... I love the fact that Zena is an atheist herself, even though she she constantly talks to Aries and uh, Aphrodite and everything, but she still thinks they're horseshit, so that's pretty great. So, yeah, Zena, I think, is the best example of, you know, she wouldn't, forget, she wouldn't take the chance to be absolved of her sins just because it wasn't right for her. Whereas this dude's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I've been forgiven. Like, okay. All right, so I'm going to go on a little mini Xena rant and point that out. So hopefully there's some other Xena nerds out there that understand my reference. All right, bye-bye. So we got an email from Dave, and Dave says, I, I should say David because he's from the U.K. and they might get mad. So it's David. Um, <laughs> David sends us a message, and he talks about Jenny McCarthy, and the best part here is it turns out that she's now selling – Fake cigarettes? Yeah, those weird e-cigarettes, I guess. Like the elect the electronic nicotine cigarette. injector things. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that's what she's selling now. I mean, it's any tube to insert into her <laughs> mouth, I guess, right? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. But he, you know, David makes a good point. He says, Oh no. <laughs> that's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> oh. He says, I presume if she's ju- if she switched to e-cigarettes, then she must have been a smoker of ordinary cigarettes. So no to vaccines, but yes to something proven to shorten your life. Right, right. Well, she gets but Botox, But at least she switched too. to the... Well, and Botox, right? Yeah, she gets right? Botox, too, so... Right. Yeah, well, she's going with the e-cigarette now, so that's just a... Which is un... We don't know what that's going to do It's like a vapor either. thing. I, yeah, nobody knows what yeah. it's going to do yet. Because you haven't had 30 years worth of, you know, medical experiments happening. All right. You know. This is mean, and I don't really mean this. But wouldn't it be kind of awesome if it somehow caused adult autism? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really mean that. I don't want that to be true. I don't want it to be true either. Phil sends us a message, oh. Tom, and, uh, and you thought his – he had a little deconversion story, and you thought it was pretty funny. He did. He and his wife were having dinner with a uh, – local minister and his wife or pastor and his wife um and uh the the guy gets up and leaves and uh at one point my wife and i were momentarily alone with the youth minister's wife ruth who took the opportunity to open up speaking of the pastor's wife ruth said quote i really wish i could be a bit more like jill and just do whatever my husband told me to but sometimes i have these thoughts oh no wow yeah they got up and left, and uh, fuck. 
I mean, when somebody's complaining about having, I just wish I could just be a subservient dumbass, but occasionally I can't turn my fucking brain off. <laughs> well, Phil, we're glad to see that you're uh, you're on a on a different side now. And he he drew us a, a picture too of a g-string stealing goblin. That has, it's awesome. it's pretty awesome. So we're gonna put it on this week's uh, show. Uh, it's episode 113. There will be a G-string wearing goblin as one of the images. I like that it's saying, don't judge. Yeah, I, I like that great. too. That's pretty yeah. awesome. We got an email from Andrew, and Andrew says that uh, he's really enjoying some of our old shows. We put out a ton of shows, and he's very happy. And he's just he says, I'm sure you guys have podcast-related expenses, uh, but, you, uh, but have you considered charging per show, begging for donations, or some kind of membership program? Um, no, we're not interested in, in uh, most of that stuff. We, we don't beg for donations. There's a donation button on our website, but we don't. We don't normally beg for donations. I don't think we really mention it very often. Um, I will sit pretty or roll yeah, over. We though. did <laughs> play dead. You do that really well. The play dead card, you're very good at. But um, you know, we we did for a while when we were going to Tam. We would mention it. We would say, hey, if you want to help send us to Tam, you could donate. But um, at this point, we're not really kind of hawking that. In fact, this week we'd actually prefer you didn't donate to us. The uh, upstate atheists are still trying to get to their $2,000 goal for packages for the homeless. And uh, and they came they came pretty close this week. We're, we're a little over, I want to say, $500 to go. Um, our listeners contributed a ton of money. I want to read off all the people that, that told us. Now, I'm sure there might be more, but I'm going to read off all the people that actually sent us messages and told us that they donated. Um, Caitlin, John Y., Brian, Dave, Ross, RCT Comp, Pontus, Don, Amanda, Janet, Dawn, Jen, Zach, John M., Kathleen, Michael, Rick, Lars, and Arthur. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for donating. They all sent proof. Tom and I donated 50 bucks, and we're going to try to get these people over the hump. So, again, we're going to do the same thing we did last week. You guys donate. You guys prove to us that you donate up to $50 this week. We will donate another $50 to help make sure that this goal gets reached. They have like 30-some days to reach the goal, so chances are somebody else is going to start donating. But more money means more packages. More money means more care for the homeless. So please, if you have some spare change and you were thinking, hey, these cognitive dissonance guys are fuckers, but I should probably donate a couple dollars to them, fuck us this week. Do not donate any money to us. Please donate it to this this cause because we think it's a worthy cause. Yeah. Absolutely. If you know, our listeners have been incredibly generous with us and we'd like for them to take that generosity and turn it towards something worthwhile. Worthwhile. Yeah. We want to thank, by the way, we told people not to donate last week, but some people just were like, fucking don't tell me what to do. So Lars, Dave and John Y, thank you for your donations to our show. Thank you. You're going to help continue making the podcast what it is. And we want to thank everybody who donates, but please this week we ask that you donate to this. We're going to put another link to this Indiegogo campaign on our site. They're close. They are very close and we'd like to see them hit this mark. So, Andrew, to answer your question, uh, if you want to donate to something, I say donate to this cause. Got a couple of pictures from Lee, and we're going to actually use one of these pictures on our uh, on our website this week uh, on episode 113. This one, the one I'm going to use is the Lord's Gym. You're just going to have to see it. Someone is doing, uh, doing like, Jesus is doing push-ups with a cross on his back, and it's fucking awesome. It is super great. Yeah, I don't think that's helping. Yeah. The I, cross does not look. Yeah, I think. Tom, they scaled his workout. He's a CrossFitter, so they scaled it. <laughs> um, Gerald contacted us this week talking about our our um, Facebook, or not Facebook, um, 
feed burner feed. And he had said that our feed burner feed wasn't working. And I went and checked and it wasn't updating. And the problem was is that when I copy and paste, and this is kind of technical, but when I copy and paste, a bunch of junk code gets copied and pasted with it because I'm really lazy and I don't feel like fucking running things through several different programs in order to post something because at the end of like four hours of mixing I'm fucking done so I just I copy and paste stuff and when I copy and paste it brings a bunch of junk code with it well that junk code gets put into our RSS feed so when that gets put into our RSS feed that means that hyperlinks don't work in our RSS feed if I want to keep our RSS feed, sm- RSS feed small so that means that if you see our RSS feed in the future you may find that there's no hyperlinks on it that's okay all the hyperlinks still exist they're all still on our website at dissonancepod.com they just won't be in the feed in the future because I'm not going to go back through 100 episodes worth of junk code and delete it. That's not going to happen. So we had to shut out the extra HTML code that gets coded into the RSS feed automatically. If you understood that, great. If you didn't, great. But just understand that you're not going to be able to be on your phone and be on our RSS feed and be able to click links. You'll have to go to our website. RSS? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So we got one of our Google voices was uh, someone saying glory hole a bunch of times. Tom, why don't you read the Google Voice? Yeah, Google got this one perfect. It's perfect. Hey, Cognitive, what's going down the already water? A report would love to have to the High Herald. (laughs) They gave him the High Herald. That's a good one. What? Every part of that was wrong. Hey, when you sing shit, you can't expect them to get that shit right. They didn't get it even remotely close to partially right. And they still got cognitive somehow. I know they got, well, cognitive wasn't in there, though. That's the thing. I know, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's awesome. How do they get cognitive out of that? I wonder if there's an algorithm because some people will mention cognitive on their thing. And so that yeah. they just, I wonder if they use like a certain, alg- I don't know, whatever. Maybe, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just a coincidence. It's magic. That's what it is. It's demons. Just whatever demons you do, don't call the Saudi Arabian <laughs> magic police. We got an email from Chris and Chris uh, lived around here. Actually, he says he lives, he grew up in Genoa, Illinois. Uh, And he's talking about how he works at a place where they use uh, CO2 laser cutters. And uh, this person who owns the building and owns the laser cutters was walking around with a priest, I guess, blessing all the equipment. It was like flicking water on like these really expensive machines. (laughs) Such a bad idea. And I guess the best part, though, was at the end when he stopped dousing my machine with his voodoo. I love that he calls it voodoo. (laughs) He asked me a couple of questions. I explained to him how the laser and the rest of the system works. He said how it was amazing that light can be powerful enough to cut through steel. I said, yeah, isn't science great? That's awesome. (laughs) great that's awesome tormenting priests that's great stuff so we want to thank jake from imaginaryfriendshow.com podcast for coming on uh jake's show is very funny it's very similar to ours he covers a lot of news items he's a funny guy he has a lot of great guests so you should guys should give him a shot we are actually going to be on his show this week so uh so it's probably going to be posted before our show even goes live um, there will be a post of his show. So you can listen to us um, flounder around and pretend to know things about science that we don't really know because he asked, he had a lot of science stories, it turns out. He did. Yeah. Like, that's not our... Yeah, that's not our... We're, our fort, we don't really have a forte, so to speak, but... But we extra don't have that Definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not science stories. But it was great hanging out with Jake this week. So we want to we want to shove you guys over to that show. If you guys want to listen to it, you can find it at imaginaryfriendshow.com and uh, the podcast is right there. And want to thank Jake again for coming on. He's an awesome dude. Yeah, he is. He it's it would almost be worth living upside down to meet that. Yeah, just guy. To, to living upside down briefly. 
Right. Yeah, because I mean, I can't. I yeah. can't. I'm not a fucking bat. I'm not I mean, going. I ain't going down there unless I have one of those hamster balls that keeps me safe from everything. <laughs> I would visit Australia in any of your finest suits of armor. Well, we're going to leave you as always with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. Not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mummy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double bubble crazy. toil and trouble. Sudai quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereograms. Pyramidal free energy healing watered downward spiral brain deadpan sales pitch light night info docutainment. Leo Pisces cancer cure. Detox reflex foot massage, death and towers tarot cards, psychic healing crystal balls, Bigfoot Yeti, aliens, church mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy devil speak, stigmata non. Expose your sides. Take off your pants. Your hands. Inside Bloody me. evidential conclusive. I like your boobies. Doubt. Even this. That's cognitive dissonance. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. So the yeah the bull koalas. So what did you say? They're seven ounces heavier. Oh, now like tell me about ounces. the bull. They can't koala. be yeah. any lighter. They can't be any heavier yeah. than seven ounces more than the other one. That right? seven ounces is is all cock, baby. Yeah, it's all, you it's know. All. Seven ounces. That's all you need. It's, um, it's yeah, bigger than a baby's the, the, arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. The, yeah, the the bull koalas because it's it's uh, approaching mating season right now. The the bull koalas, which is the male koalas, uh, they get quite territorial. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they'll scratch your fucking eyes out. Like, they will jump out of a tree and scratch your eyes out. And they are vicious motherfuckers. You are not like fucking convincing me to travel to Australia. At, at your drunkest. You know, yeah. you're all sloppy drunk. You know, somebody looks at you wrong and you just throw haymaker punches at them. You know, that, that type of drunk. Remember that koalas are basically drunk 100% of the time because of their diet. Their diet is is a tree that, that uh, you know, that is uh, 100% alcohol, effectively. Eucalyptus is an alcohol. It's a toxin. So they, they're drunk the entire time. So they're, they're just like, I'm fucking a eucalyptus in a fucking tree. You're trying to finger my wife, you motherfucker. So they just jump out of the tree and call your so anyway, it's, it's mating season at the moment, and man, you should hear these these bastards because they they are so loud. And they, if, if you Google a, a koala uh, mating sound, it is the most scary sound that you've ever heard because it's like 
It's pitch black. It's pitch black, and all you hear is this. <laughs> 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 It's like a fucking Teddy Ruxpin. It's fucking the size of a goddamn Furby. If I saw a koala, I'd be shooting a tape up its ass. Sing, sing, motherfucker. Now read me a story. You know, if I wasn't if I wasn't afraid enough of the fucking sharks that you have down there, the goddamn jellyfish, the gimpy gimpy plant, all the fucking insects and snakes and shit. Now you got to make me afraid of koalas too. Thanks, Jake. Never coming. It's pretty funny. Never coming down. Actually, speaking of jellyfish, you want to know something funny about Australian jellyfish, right? The most Deadly jellyfish that we have in Australia is adorable. Right? Is that little blue it's, one? Yeah, it's it's caught. No, no, no. That's the the uh, the the uh, what are they called? The blue. You got a blue, blue ring something. octopus that'll fuck you up for no reason. Yeah, yeah, octopus, that's which is a which is a really cute little octopus as well. It's tiny. It's like smaller than your pennies, and uh, it's deadly. <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable. It's that and it's, much punch. It's it's a pretty little blue color as well, but it'll kill you. Oh, right. um, but no, the, the the most adorable little jellyfish that we've got, like it's it's like one tenth of an inch. It's called the Irukandji je- jellyfish, and one sting from an Irukandji will set your neurological system firing, and you will be in the most intense pain that you have ever been in your entire life for like three or four days until the toxin leaves your your system, right? Most people die of heart attacks during that time just because of you know the 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 extreme intensity of the of the sting, (laughs) and that's like one tiny little sting from a from a jellyfish that's like one tenth of an inch. Why don't we use these as bullets? Come to Australia. Like why? Why do they even uh, exist anymore? Like we have fucking eradicated so many species that didn't uh, need to be eradicated. Like I would much rather have a fucking condor around than these fucking things. <laughs> I would have a fucking T-Rex. Yeah, At no least kidding. you know what you're coming. Like, <laughs> seriously, like if somebody said, like, what's better for the world to still be around? Something that's a tenth of an inch long and sets your neurological system on fucking fire, so you can't avoid it. And there's just no way. You're just like, mm, luck of the draw. Maybe I just got set on fire in the ocean. Whatever. <laughs> I love your country. Or a T-Rex. You're like, well, that's fucking big, and you can see that coming, and if you need to shoot it, you got plenty of time. Yeah. Okay, the it's T-Rex true. is actually less dangerous. <laughs> it's true. And, and, you know, Australia has these other things as well. Have you ever heard of the platypus? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of the platypus. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, like, it's like a duck crossed with a like a, a seal a small a seal it's yeah. like something that that didn't it's like really spend animals in, sewn together is yeah. what yeah. it is <laughs> it's like an, an animal that didn't spend enough time in the evol- evolutionary pressure cooker but sort of you know kind of got there but really didn't it's called a monotreme it's it's a mammal that that still lays eggs and uh, anyway so it's it's absolutely adorable it's got the the like a, a bill like a duck and and it's really cute, and you pick it up, and then it's got a poisonous spine on its back. What? Foot. For no reason? For no reason. It's just be, yeah. There's a reason, Cecil. Don't even be surprised. Of course it's poisonous, right? <laughs> fucking of course it's poisonous. I would assume the fucking beer there. You know what? I the beer there probably is poisonous. The fucking yeah, well, the fucking, fucking kangaroos poisonous. ride around with like fucking guns in their pouches, <laughs> and they just fucking shoot you. They're like all packing. It's true. Did you know that uh, that kangaroos can actually they can they can retract their testicles up into their innards? Oh, I can do that when it's it, cold enough. 
<laughs> if I jump in a cold enough body of water, that happens to me too. So. Uh, hit you right they in the back of the do- throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's useful, actually. <laughs> but they can. If, if you uh, if you ever get into a fight with a with a kangaroo, just don't kick it in the nuts because it will have retracted its balls. What, <laughs> what conceivable? thing is the kangaroo going to say or do to me that's going to cause me to be like oh, oh that's it motherfucker we are up. throwing down we are no they will fuck you up if if you're if you're in an area where there's there's a bunch of kangaroos around and you're standing up tall you know they think that basically you're taller than them they will size you up and fuck you up you're they will come and kick you and scratch your face and they got place. serious claws your fucking country is a monty python skit <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's fucking true. it's all the fucking rabbit that's gonna bite your goddamn head off in the fucking holy grail like that's uh, all your wildlife yeah you know uh australia <laughs> was separated from you know the effectively the rest of the uh the world for because what, it couldn't uh, behave yeah it was part of pangea and they were like fuck it you're out of here, here son <laughs>